All right, we got a first on Inside Illini Basketball, our weekly podcast with Scott Ritchie. We're taking reader questions, and Craig from Chicago came up with a couple doozies. He wanted to know who Scott Ritchie's sleeper on the roster is this year. And it really almost has to be Benjamin Bosman's Verdunk. I mean, he fits kind of the mold of what Illinois is looking for. We just don't know what he'll do because he hasn't played a full season yet. All right, we got four more questions for Richie to answer, including recruiting and scheduling and all that good stuff. Come back after these messages and listen. Pia Sports Bar and Grill presents Inside Illini Basketball. Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in Champaign, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and Grill and try our famous Grand Slam Burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar and Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia's. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Oh, yeah, it's Labor Day, and I'm with Scott Ritchie. What could be better? Not much. Maybe out grilling with some burgers and beers and friends and people I like. Yeah, okay, maybe those things. (laughs) But uh, it's Labor Day, so we're laboring. All right. I'm Jim Rosso, Vice President of News with Scott Ritchie, basketball beat writer. All things Big Ten. I'm here to correct what he wrote over the weekend. I hope you... Do subscribe to the News Gazette because it started Sunday, a full page of college basketball. No other paper is going to give you that, especially the first week of September. Much of it was wrong, mind you. So before we start down this particular path, Mm -hmm. I remember I think it was maybe last week where on directions from your wife, you, you were told to be a little kinder. So I guess that's over. Yeah, I'm on the couch these days, so <laughs> what she says really has no meaning for me. <laughs> All right? Okay, I'll make sure to send a link to this to Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the special holiday edition of Inside Illini Basketball. Thank you, Scotty, for coming in in your pajamas. It's a little odd and uncomfortable, but nonetheless, we're going to get through this thing. Yeah, well, I left the, the footy PJs at home, so these are my professional pajamas we're going to debut something this week and that will continue uh until we receive no more questions and that is we will be taking listener questions all right it's been so long without a game we're running out of stuff to talk about anyway so gladly uh once you spill the beans who who sent you in some questions well it's longtime listener slash reader craig from chicago um Active participant in what used to be you know, uh, the the weekly chat that, you know, with no games or anything really happening, and kind of went by the way. Said we'll come back when there's actual Illinois basketball you know, to cover. But uh, yeah, so he 
having been a regular chat question submitted submitter, uh, send some for the podcast. Thank you, Craig. Who's next? Pete from Philo. If, if, do you know Melvin from Mansfield? Are you just gonna Teddy from Thomasboro? <laughs> Doug from Danville. If you want to, all right. All of those made up people. I mean, right. I, I imagine there is maybe a a Pete and Philo, but yeah, should have said like Phil and Philo, right? Better sound. Yeah, we'll get to that. But uh, I want to deal with a couple of uh, Scotty's things in Sunday's paper. First of all, the starting lineup. All right, you went into Illinois' starting lineup. I did. Thankfully, Brad Underwood's not reading this particular part of the college basketball page. He texted me. He said, I'm, what's Richie thinking? What's your biggest issue with what I consider a fairly reasonably put-together starting five? I would like Austin Hutcherson, right? I like his game. From what I heard, I haven't seen his game. Well, none of us really have. But he's in the starting lineup? Yeah. Who would you put in his place? I, You know I like – well – I'd go with a freshman. Adam Miller? Is that? Either one. We'll see. Andre Cabello. I, nah, I shouldn't say either one. Either highly taught a guard. Yeah, well, that's an option for Brad Underwood. Well, thank he, you. He could go super small. Like I've been watching eight. the Rockets a lot in the NBA. Sorry to interrupt. But I'm leaning toward really small ball. Andre Cabello would do that because it would be sort of reminiscent of the lineups that had Andres Felice, Trent Frazier, I would assume all in them. Um, Adam Miller, being a little more size, but along the same route. But with Austin Hutcherson, you get a 6'6 shooter, long, athletic, all of the things that Illinois needs. And then you could picture a second unit where Andre Cabello and Adam Miller just come in and wreck some havoc together. I like that. Prepare for the future. Those guys are the future. Pair them off. Just let it go. Again, the coach texted me uh, early Sunday morning while, I was wa- while on his walk down Prospect. Heard the honking, the swings of the golf balls at uh, Country Club. So what is Richie thinking? So I don't know. I was thinking that Austin Hutcherson would make a fine addition to a lineup that's pretty much set. I mean... Trent Frazier's going to be in it. I would assume he's going to be in it. Kofi Coburn's going to be in it. DeMonte Williams is going to be in it. So that leaves one spot, and I gave it to Austin Hutcherson. All right. Hey, uh, I had a uh, acquaintance say, you know, he loves DeMonte Williams as a guy, as a player, but in no way should he be starting. Why not? They just said he's broke. He shot 53% from three-point range over the last nine games of the year. Fun hey, fact. I'm just passing on. Don't get mad at me. Don't give me that look, Richie. I mean, I'm going to stand for DeMonte Williams right now. Cause, well, in one, because Brad Underwood treasures everything that he does, from his defense to taking charges to getting in Connor McCaffrey's face. Uh, he provides that toughness that, that Brad Underwood likes, and if he shoots like he did at the end of the season on a more consistent basis, which he has yet to do for a full season at Illinois, he could be kind of you know, an X-factor, dangerous type of guy. Um, fun fact, 
100% of his threes were catch-and-shoot threes last year. I just thought I'd throw that out there. There's a stat for you. What does that mean? What is, what is, is that supposed to? I'm just saying he didn't shoot a single three off the dribble. Is that bad or is it good? Or no, I'm just, what, just, what are you trying? What kind of notable. point are you making? Just notable. Like a hundred, 100% of his threes were catch-and-shoot. That's great. Are you trying to slip some data in the, in this conversation? Thank you. It's been a while. That's it. That's that's your argument. Okay. I'm just pass again. I'm just passing on his well, it's, reservations. It's a point that's been made by lots of people on the Twitter, but Brad Underwood doesn't really care for those opinions. I mean, Demonte started the majority of last season for a reason, and. You know, he, he kind of lets only lean into that small ball because he's 6'3", 6'4"-ish, but has a 6'11 wingspan. So he can and did guard anywhere from 1 to 4 last year. And 5 on occasion because I remember the game at Purdue where he was guarding 7'3 Matt Harms on a couple of back-to-back possessions. All right, as you point out correctly, may I add, um, deepest team he's had since here, deepest team in Illinois had for a long time since maybe the the Big Ten runs in the early two thousands. Yeah, when I was beat writer for that one year, a lot of players coming off the bench who were pretty darn good, and your bench, as you mapped out on Sunday's paper, is pretty good. Yeah, I mean that's a a solid group. I mean, if that's your bench, you're in really good shape. When the, when the talent level is that high from one through nine or ten. Okay. All right, here's uh, another bone of contention. Your top ten returning players in the country. Okay. All right. This, I figured, was going to be the... I had no idea who, who four of them were, so that's a bad start. Scott Ritchie. Well, you just need to Terry play. Taylor of Austin P. You just need to pay a little more attention to college basketball. You kidding me? You have him listed as the eighth best player in college basketball. Yeah. I mean, no one's heard of him. Right. Except for, for a reason. That follow college basketball. He, he is the Draymond Green of college basketball. Well, undersized, but averaged 21 and 11 last year. Shot a really high percentage. Austin P is kind of sneaky good on that mid-major level. Many I, I, I knew I knew yeah, Terry Taylor years. was going to be. Well, I would issue. say half of your top ten is wrong. All right, you got Luke Garza one. <sighs> All right, give it to you. Thanks. I mean, he's like the unanimous best player. Arizona State hasn't had a player since James Harden, so I don't know why Remy Martin is number two. Because he's a bucket getter. He's got a cool name. And so that's what you're ranking these guys on? Is it the cool name top ten, or is it the best player top ten? Well, I started with he's a bucket getter. He's good. I mean, again, clearly you're not watching Pac-12 after dark. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm in bed. Io number three. I'll give you that. Jared Butler, you know, I'm not a Baylor fan. Why is that? And I know you you sang their praises all last season. They had a very good team. Yeah, just, they, they won 23 games in a row at one point. I, and they were destined to lose in the second round of the NCAA tournament. You know, 
We might not be wrong. But, we, I mean, I guess we'll never know. There was no tournament, which is still sad. No, but Jared Butler, very good. All right, then you go with Colby Ross of Pepperdine. Never heard of him. Don't know who he is. Don't know what he's doing at number five in the country. Some guy I can't pronounce from – you know I'm not a big Creighton fan. I, I'm well okay, aware. Okay, that's six. Marcus Zagorowski. Who? Their best player. Do you pick anybody but guards on this list or not? Yeah, Luca Garza at number one is 6'11". Then you got Garrison Brooks, got Chris Smith. But, I mean, like the NBA, it's basketball's a guards game. You got to really, really stand out as a big man, which is unfortunate because big men deserve love too. Okay, you went all data on me again with Io's mid-range game. Explain some of those numbers you unearthed. Well, they were interesting because, I mean, that was the biggest growth, I would say, in his game last year. And you know, he took fewer threes, made fewer as well. But, I mean, it went against every sort of notion of basketball, which is basically your only two shots you should ever take are layups and three-pointers. But Io added a really dangerous mid-range game to his repertoire and um, turned out to be rather important because a lot of those big shots he hit last season, you know, game winners, just maybe daggers late that, that sealed a win, came you know, at the mid-range level. And the one thing that kind of stood out the most statistically is only 18.5% of his mid-range makes were assisted. So he was creating off the dribble for himself. It, just, it showed you know, that growth in his game. Mm-hmm. You're having fun looking up these numbers, aren't you? I did. Yeah, what is your problem? Numbers are you fun. You need to go old school. All right, just let him play. <laughs> just, ro- just roll the ball <laughs> out. Stop trying to prove your points with all these doggone numbers. You know who else likes numbers? Brad Underwood. Mm. Stephen Gentry. The, all of the Illinois coaches. <laughs> every coach in America at right. every level is breaking down numbers, even more so than I am. It's a new wave, Jim. Maybe I'll accept that one day. Hey, you have a Q&A with an opposing beat writer. Is that somebody like you hate? The oppo- Are you now rivals with this beat writer? I don't the headline no, kind of threw me for a threw me for a loop too. I, I, <laughs> Does I this guy not like way. you? Yeah, Bill Landis <laughs> from the Athletic covers Ohio State. It was very kind and got back to me quickly. Um, so no, we want to change it next week. Maybe Q and A with a beat writer. Yeah, you know I, that was a change that I saw a Sunday morning. It was like, well, that's I just created an enemy in Columbus. <laughs> apparently, anyway, EJ Liddell's name was brought up. Kind of always, yeah. I mean, because that's a name that all my fans are very familiar with. And I imagine they wouldn't have been all that upset to see him playing in Champaign. So could be a big year for EJ. Yeah, you know what? As it turned out, at the time he committed to Ohio State, the Buckeyes were looking sweet, right? Illinois was kind of wobbling along. Yeah. And now look at it. Boy, has it changed. Yeah, I mean, Ohio State's not, like, falling off the radar. but Yeah, but they haven't quite. Uh... I mean, they've been in the tournament. Chris Holtman's... I'm saying Illinois is better than Ohio State right now. Right in now, a better yeah. position. All yeah. right. That's what yes. I'm trying to prove. Do you need data to... 
for me to make this point. Do you have any? Let me look. <laughs> That's a no. No, I can't find any. I'm just saying Ohio State's not terrible, but Illinois has okay. leapfrogged them. I think he's kicking himself. Doggone, I should have gone to Illinois. No, because I mean, he's... Unless Seth Towns kind of has a, a breakout. He's their grad transfer from Harvard. Um, it could be EJ's team for the next three years. So and he's probably fine with that. All right. Uh, as we said, Craig from, uh, where do you say he's from? Chicago? Chicago. Okay. He submitted some questions. You ready? These are not the the slow pitch lobs that I toss your way. These yeah. are hard hitting questions. Thank you, Craig, to have the guts to challenge Mr. Ritchie. Email him to srichie at newsgazette.com if you have any questions or call me on my cell. Should we give out that number? Why not? I had to look it up anyway. That's a lot of effort. Yeah, email though. Or tweet them at me. First question. Richie, why is your hair so long? Because it can be. That's really not Craig's question. It, it really Let's wasn't. just be truthful here. That was from it, that's Jim R. in Champaign. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go to Snapchat right now if you're listening and check out just how long Richie's hair is. Yeah. It's making Artist Gilmore looked well-kept. Oh, I think he, he was always well-kept. You're, you're, you're putting Dr. J to shame with that hair. Those are two... Comparisons, I don't mind. Bingo Smith. Now that's old school. I'm not sure I know. You go to the Cleveland Cavaliers yearbook to look that one up. I don't know if I know who Bingo Smith is. Ed Bond does. He's my age. Actually, Ed's never heard of him either. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Go back to the, you know what, my favorite. real question. Go back to Jerry Jerry Tarkanian's first real good running Rebels team back in the 70s. Had a good look. Had a Richie look. The Tark did? Not him. No, he's <laughs> sucking on a towel still. But All right, here's Craig's first question. Assuming that we get a vaccine soonish, are the Illini on target for a foreign preseason tour like Italy in 19, but for the summer of 2021? Well, it wouldn't be until 2023 because you can only do those every four years. And I only went to what, France and Belgium in 2015 with John Gross and then Obviously, Italy last year with Brett Underwood. And it's sort of a maybe because right now, as part of Illinois and the athletic department's cost-saving measures, they've suspended all foreign trips like the one that the Illinois basketball team took. So, I mean, that in, I suppose it'd be three more years, maybe that changes, maybe finances are in a better place. But right now, it would be a no. With the caveat of maybe. It has nothing to do with getting a vaccine. It's just more the finances. All right. Good answer, Scott. It's one I knew an answer to. So all right. Here's, a, here's another one. This might be trickier. All right. At this point, Craig asks, it looks like we are lowering the standards for the 2021 season due to missing out on so many good recruits. Does this make it more likely that the 2021 roster gets filled by transfers like Texas Tech did, right? Once the Illini go on a Big Ten tournament run, many top transfers and recruits want to be on a winner 
Is this reasonable to expect, or does Chris Beard have a bigger slush fund available to him? We'll start with that last point first. Illinois shouldn't maybe be casting slush fund dispersions at anybody, considering there was a scandal at Illinois in the 60s. Illinois fans. Yeah. Okay. Related uh, you know, to a slush fund. But there have been some misses in the 2021 class in the last couple of weeks. Brandon Weston uh, picking Seton Hall. David Jones, who sort of everyone kind of was beginning to assume would go to Illinois, picked DePaul instead. But that doesn't mean, like, all is lost on that class. Uh, Luke Goody, um, still committed. And people, I, I feel like everyone has forgotten about him already, but he's another, you know, shooter with size that really upped his ball handling and passing skills in his junior season at Fort Wayne Homestead. Yeah. Uh, I was waiting for that part. He had to run the point because their regular point guard got hurt. So he, I think, is being undervalued. And there's options in 2021. Still on the high school front. I mean, there's some big men still available, like Mac Etienne, Sam Ayumide. Uh, There's some guards out there still. Um, Some new names, even, to to talk about. Um, Wesley Cardett's a four-star guard. Got an offer. You know, beginning of last week, he's going to play. He's transferring from his high school sort of north of Fort Lauderdale to West Oaks Academy in Orlando, which is where Illinois, through Ajuko, got Andres Feliz. So there's a connection already with that, that coaching staff. His teammates from Northeast High School are transferring with him to West Oaks. And Matthew and Ryan Bewley, uh, twins in the 2023 class, that both have an Illinois offer. There's another new offer last week, another guard in the 2021 class, Ty Ty Washington out of Compass Prep uh, in Arizona, another four-star guard, 6'4", 180, top 60 prospect. So will trans? I mean, transfers are always going to be a part of things, but you know, Brad Underwood has been fairly judicious in how he's used the transfer market, um, especially now that things are maybe more established. Yeah in Champaign for his program. So I'm not going to say it's not going to happen, but it's not maybe time to be pressing the panic button quite yet. Just got a text from Craig. He said, what's with the tone? Apparently he's funneled into this podcast before it's published. Yeah, that's some Ed's doing some monkey business over there. Impressive technology. He's he's hitting some buttons. It's a, a sentiment that I've gotten from a few different people. It's like, I mean, yeah, last week was kind of bad. Lost out on a couple guys maybe you thought you could get, but it's also recruiting. It's happened before. All right, here's another question. Uh, On that topic, seems like David Jones, Craig writes, may have been pressured to choose DePaul. All right, what happens if he decommits in the next month? Would Brad Underwood and team be willing to accept a commitment from him? Hmm. If they like him enough, yes. But, I mean, that's obviously based on the assumption that he would decommit from DePaul, which it was a strange kind of end to his recruitment because he had a top seven that didn't include DePaul uh, or Iona. Rick Pitino, new coach there, uh, trying to make some waves. And then they offered, and about two weeks later, he commits to DePaul. So something changed in his recruitment. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Elmore was 
really high on him in the recruitment process, got him on campus for an unofficial, maybe even started recruiting him a little harder than, say, Brandon Weston. Um, so put more of their emphasis on David Jones. But I mean, I think they understand that recruitment is kind of crazy. So if he's back on the market, sure. I mean, they Bryce Hopkins decommitted from Louisville, and Illinois jumped in immediately. So there's there's some precedent. I know you were a home ec major at Eastern, so maybe you might have trouble answering this question. Well, that's one, not factual. Two, my mom got her master's at Eastern in home economics. Anyway. Shout out to my mom. What percentage of revenue from uh, Illinois men's basketball comes from the gate versus other sources? 20%, 50%, or 80%. And will this impact the team in some way, or will the lack of revenue, will it hurt the non-rev sports that much more? So what I'm getting to is this is a business-type question. Yeah. Maybe not suited for a home ec guy. Well, it's not suited for a basketball guy either. Um, Anyway, uh, when it comes to Illinois, and I mean, it's maybe more stark a difference in football where – Ohio State is going to lose much more money by not playing football games at Ohio Stadium than Illinois was going to lose not playing football at Memorial Stadium. Basketball is a little, I think, probably closer on that. I don't know the percentages of revenue from the gate versus other sources, but most of the money still comes from the TV deal. I mean, that's the, the largest chunk. The fact that Illinois was starting to sell out again, you know, State Farm Center had, I think, what, six sellouts in, in the last seven games maybe? Um, that certainly helps. More people in, more people buying tickets, more people buying concessions. Um, but again, the largest chunk of money for every Big Ten school really comes from, at least on the basketball front, comes from the TV deal. But yeah, non-revenues are going to get hurt. I mean, Iowa just is going to eliminate, what, four non-revenue sports, I think, at least, so... Uh, they're going to be the ones that catch the brunt of this because no one's going to eliminate football or basketball. Thank you again, Craig, for the outstanding questions. If you want to get them into Inside Illini Basketball, email srichie at news-gazette.com. He'll, he'll answer them. His last question, who's the sleeper impact player for 2020-2021? I define sleeper as a non-starter, and he thinks last year's correct answer was Alan Griffin. I'll pick BBV. It's Benjamin Bosman's for dog. And that's without ever seeing him play. What's your answer, Richie? We also suspected that I would pick Ben. Um, and there's a chance because, again, he looks 100% the part. Now we just need to – and kind of in his very brief debut last year before he – got hurt and missed the rest of the season. I like some of the things that he did because he did a little bit of everything, which at 6'8", 235, you know, having versatility like that is kind of huge. Um, the fact that the bulk of the roster is back, though, makes a, a sleeper harder to, to pick out. I mean, you're really kind of limited to Bosman's Verdonk or – you know, the one of the sit out transfers, Austin Hutcherson, although 
if he's in the starting lineup. Maybe he can't be, but or Jacob Grandison. So it could be one of those guys. Or, you know, a different take on that. You might consider Georgie a bit of a sleeper. Just because, you know, he did not have the type of sophomore year that, you know, maybe the bar was set off of his production as a freshman. So a bounce back perhaps could be uh could be in the making. Lots of options, but I like Bosman's Redonk just as a an idea. I guess we'll find out, you know, when he actually plays. Can I ask a question now or is it am I not allowed anymore? I like Craig. I've been supplanted by guests. I kinda like Craig's more than yours sometimes. At least they don't tell me I'm wrong all the time. Mm. But yeah, no, go ahead. Thank you. I'll allow it. Who is, if you're given one Illini to pick, who is your social media go-to? I got one. Again, after a wonderful weekend of Instagram with Georgie, you can't top him. I mean, I don't. I don't know what he's doing, other than naked exercises, basically. I'm gonna assume on he campus, wasn't totally naked. Not not totally. Just you know, he's showing off the guns. Okay, he's got shorts on, right? Thank goodness. But he's doing crazy stuff all over campus, showing how fit he is. I think it's outstanding. I mean, he, I think he's always going to be the winner when it okay. comes to social media. Is he? I'm asking you. Yeah, no. There's maybe no competition. The personality comes out, and I mean, he spent you know most of the spring, a little bit of the summer on campus by himself. So he had to find ways to be entertained, and he made a lot of TikTok videos, and you got to see the the fun-loving side of Georgie. Yeah, he's the, he's the social media champ. All right. Is there a runner-up in your mind? I, I'm tempted to say Io because he will tweet on all kinds of different subjects, like like telling people that it's a good thing to vote, which, you know, make sure you vote this year. But then also, you know, sharing some opinions on professional sports – I'm tempted not to give it to him because he came out in support of Mitch Trubisky over the weekend after mm. the Bears announced that he was going to be the starting quarterback. That's just a personal opinion because I've been anti-Trubisky from the moment the Bears drafted him for a reason because I saw him play in person. And sure, he had a fine game against Illinois, but he couldn't beat out Marquise Williams at UNC until Marquise Williams was gone. And that was maybe the biggest red flag I've ever seen. But, no, I, I mean, I was, you know, out there tweeting about the NBA playoffs and some interesting takes. Okay, and, you your... know, also telling people to vote and wear a mask, All right. which I approve. And rounding out your Illinois starting five in social media land? I honestly don't know. I don't follow all of their postings that closely. Underwood's solid. He also. I think it's him. Yeah. <laughs> I think it can sometimes maybe be him. Okay. But uh, Trent Frazier's picked it up. Yeah. Okay. Let me. You want me to help you with this? Well, yeah, I, I'm. Al- I'm also from a personal standpoint just trying to limit my time on social media because it's a terrible, terrible place. Right. But you got to be tough, Scotty. You got to be tough. 
No, I'm to t- wade through it, find the information out there, and yeah, and ignore well, the rumors the and awful people hate spewing. Yeah, and the the rumors that Big Ten football is going to return. Wow. So that's not you on that Twitter handle? Uh, Jeff D'Alessio, our editor, said, I think it's Richie. I, I am not Sir Yacht. How about that? <laughs> this just in. Yeah, breaking news. Not Sir Yacht. Okay. Well, uh, that's next week's assignment, all right? Find the best yeah, social need to start media users. In the country. Top ten. Okay, maybe you'll get this list a little more right than you did the list that was in Sunday's paper. Yeah, well, the actual list for next for this coming Sunday is College Basketball Extra. Okay. You're going to hate it. Oh, boy. Because it's going to be all the Terry Taylors of the world. Oh, no. No. Kobe Rosses. Who is the opposing beat writer? <laughs> Have you thought <laughs> of one? to fight with? <laughs> uh, haven't really figured out right. yet. Hopefully, won't be creating any more enemies. <laughs> really do love it. Uh, every morning, Scott Ritchie writes about college basketball. Hope everybody gets to click on that. 6 a.m., com. Good morning, Illini Nation. Now in year two, hopefully we'll be writing about games and practices again here pretty doggone soon. Well, we should have an idea of what the next college basketball season could look like um, in a week. So that's something to look forward to. You said a week? Yeah. um, Next week, the NCAA is going to announce when the season at least when their plan is for the season to start. Everything I see is uh, Thanksgiving, maybe a, a little after that. Seems Tr- like it's either going to be, I mean, if things play out as expected, either the week of Thanksgiving or the week immediately after. So that would be, I think the week after would be like late, or excuse me, early December. But, you know, so cross your fingers and toes that that actually happens. Because I would like college basketball to come back. Good answer, Scott Ritchie. All right. Uh, and if you're not a, if, if you're into more than just basketball, let, let it be known that Scott Ritchie is a regular contributor to our magazine division at home. In fact, this week, Scott wrote about a fireplace at Allerton Mansion. See, the softer side of Scott Ritchie's coming out. Everybody doesn't know this. Yeah, I mean... Versatility is key. It brought me to tears. Well, I, it came together nicely. Yes. So if you're not a subscriber, hey, call me on my cell phone, and I'll hook you up with At Home Magazine. There you go. It's a special holiday edition. That's why we're doing fireplaces. All decked out. Did you put your stocking holidays. out when you were a little kid, hoping Santa came down the... Duh. The, fa- <laughs> the farm chimney in Eureka? <laughs> uh, well, one, didn't live on a farm. But two, yes, obviously. You did? Yeah. Okay, so Scotty or? No, it just had Scott, which Scott. is my given name. Okay. No one actually ever called me Scotty. There you go. All right, Scott, I do appreciate all your hard work. Uh, we will talk to you next week.